I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name is Sunny. I'm your host. I'm here with my co-host, Caleb. Hello. And of course, before we get too far, we want to thank all of our wonderful sponsors. So a huge thank you, of course, to ETB Games, as well as Steel Fox Games, who you, I'm sure, have heard of. They had an awesome regional last weekend. You should Mm -hmm. absolutely check out Steel Fox Games as well. Also, we, of course, want to thank, of course, we have gem accessories and millennium threads there should be links with discount codes to both of those down below and of course we want to thank tcg player and dragon shield you can find affiliate links to both of those down below and if you go to the dragon shield website using that affiliate link not only can you click it before you shop to support the podcast at no extra cost to yourself but also you can find find access to all of these really awesome new uh, uh, sleeves that they just came out with Mm -hmm. Uh, these are all available for pre-order on their website you have forest green which is well i mean it's pretty self-explanatory it's kind of like yeah. a little bit darker green yeah, yeah and then if you want to go like a, a, a like one shade darker than that they have a new one called matte uh might mm-hmm. so might is a dual matte forest green is matte then you have wisdom which is like a almost like a royal blue it's also yeah. a dual matte then you have midnight blue which is very very deep blue almost mm-hmm. almost purplish it is a that is just a regular matte sleeve and the last dual matte sleeve we have is Valor, which is kind of like just like a little bit off white. Yeah. Almost like an eggshell color. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that actually what I was about to say. It's kind of more of an eggshell color than actual like white. Right. So this is a dual matte. So the difference between the matte and the dual matte is that the dual matte has a textured. I want to say okay. So the 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 dual okay. So the matte is the textured back. And the dual matte means that it has like the black interior. So if you ever see one that says dual matte, that's really the difference is that the interior of the sleeve is actually black. So if you see like this sleeve that I have in front of me, this is not dual matte because the interior is actually white. It would be the same color. So if it's single matte, it would be the same color as the back. Yes. 
Well, unless it's just a design sleeve. If it's a design sleeve, then it's just yeah. white on the inside. Yeah, yeah, because it's a white sleeve with the design printed on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but absolutely check those out. And, of course, thank you to all of our patrons who we will read off at the end of the episode. But a huge thank you, of course, to them as well. So, we got some stuff to discuss today. We have, of course, uh, I do want to go ahead and talk about and mention... We have a new archetype to talk about. Yes, yes, we got a whole new archetype. We got finally, finally got this archetype. Yeah, so this is the Vanquished Souls archetype, which was the last archetype from the deck builder set Wild Survivors, which is the set that was also giving us the Transcendrake and Nouveau. Yeah, which Transcendrake is all the dino support we keep yeah. talking about, and the Nouveau is the Hungry Burger support. Yeah, right? it's literally Hell's Kitchen. Right. So. With that, let's go ahead and talk about Vanquished Souls. So I do know that when they... We haven't read these cards yet, but I do yeah. know that when they gave us the preview of the set, they said that they kind of play with the attributes. Yes. So it's been a... We haven't really ever had a good attribute-based strategy that had, like, you know, multiple attributes, different effects based off what. Yeah, like, the nearest thing that I think that they had with that was the sub-archetype that was supposed to go with the Elemental Lords. Uh, element sabers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But their whole shtick was less of, oh, if this if this attribute's on field, do this, and more of a, yeah, I have this effect, but then I can also change my attribute. Right. You know, Ooh. which is uh, completely different. So, let's start off with the very first monster. We have Vanquish Soul Razen. Razen? Razen? Uh, I do not know. Maybe Razen. It might be Razen, like a like a ray gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you raise the earth. It, it might be a might be a pun on Raven, maybe potentially. So Raven, because it's literally just Raven with a Z. Yeah. Also, they're all furries, so that's they're not. It's only just the one. No, that it's... guy's furry. No, he's not. He's just a dude. No. Yeah, he's just a dude. Nah, look at his look at his chest. He got spots. That's a furry. That's shading. No, no. Yes, that's shading on his muscle on his uh, muscles. No, anyway. So we have Vanquish Soul Razin, Fire Warrior, Effect Monster, 1800 attack, 1500 defense, level 4. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name once per turn, and you cannot activate them in the same chain. Interesting. We don't really see that restriction very often. Yeah. One, if this card is normal or special summoned, you can add one non-warrior Vanquish Soul monster from your deck to your hand. Two, quick effect. You can reveal the appropriate monster or monsters in your hand to activate one of these effects. One fire monster. This card cannot be destroyed by card effects this turn. One fire and one dark. Destroy all other monsters in this card's column. Interesting. Okay, I can dig that. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, uh, next up we have Vanquished Soul Pantera, who is a furry. <laughs> she is actually a furry. Uh, level 4 Earth Beast Warrior mon Monster, 1700 attack, 1900 defense. You can only use the first second effect of this card's name each once per turn, and you cannot activate them in the same chain. 1. If you control no monsters in the main monsters ending, special summon this card from your hand. 2. Quick effect. You can reveal the appropriate monsters in your hand to activate one of these effects. The so same thing. Uh, 1. Earth. It cannot be destroyed by battle. And Earth and a fire to Harpy's Feather Duster. Or destroy hmm. all spells and traps in this card's column. Yeah, in the column. That's yeah. very different. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Okay, so... All right. Let's see what we got next. Next, we have 
VS, or I'm sorry, Vanquish Soul Heavy Borger. Dark Machine Effect Monster, level 7, 2500 attack, and 1500 defense. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn, and you cannot activate them in the same chain. One, during the main phase quick effect, you can target one non-machine Vanquish Soul monster you control, return it to the hand, and if you do, special summon this card from your hand. Two, quick effect, you can reveal the appropriate monster or monsters in your hand to activate one of these effects. One, Dark monster, draw one card, one earth, and one fire, inflict 1,500 damage to your opponent. Cool. Okay, it just wins in time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Vanquished Soul, Dr. Madlove. I love that name. That is that is a pretty awesome name. Cool looking card, too. Yeah. Uh, Dark Fiend, level 4, 1,200 attack, 2,000 defense. Same thing. You can only use first second effect uh, each once per turn, and not in the same chain. Uh, one, if this card is normal or special, you can add a Vanquished Soul spell trap from deck to your hand. Two, quick effect. You can reveal the appropriate monsters, activate one of these effects, reveal a dark, a face of monster opponent controls is 500 attack and defense. Dark and Earth, return a face of monster on the field with the lowest defense to your hand. Your choice of tide. All right. <clears throat> that's, uh, that's all right. So next we have Vanquished Soul Pluton HG. Fire zombie effect monster, level six, zero attack, zero defense. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn, and you cannot activate them in the same chain. One, during your opponent's turn, if you control no monsters in the main monster zone, or all monsters you control in the main monster zone are Vanquish Soul monsters, quick effect, you can special summon this card from your hand. Ooh. Two, quick effect, you can reveal the appropriate monster or monsters in your hand to activate one of these effects. One fire monster, this card gains 3,000 defense until the end of this turn. One dark and one earth, this card gains 3,000 attack until the end of this turn. Interesting. Uh, next up, we actually have the boss monster of the deck, Vanquish Soul Kaiser Various. Earth Dragon, level 8, 3,000 attack, 1,500 defense. Whoa. I know, right? The artwork on the Link monster? Yeah, yeah. I zoomed in on the Link monster, which is next, and wow, that arc, that art is insane. Yep. Uh, you can only do the same thing. You can only activate the first, second effects, and not in the same chain. During the main phase, quick effect, you can target a non-dragon Vanquishing Soul monster in your you control. Return to the hand, and if you do, special summon this card. Two quick effect, you reveal the appropriate monsters in your hand to activate one of these effects. An earth monster, this face-up card is unaffected by your opponent's activated effects this turn. <laughs> it just becomes a towers if you by revealing an earth. Wow. Or you can reveal an earth, a fire, and a dark, destroy one car on the field. Hmm. It's nice that he's not. He's not hard to summon. No, no, no. You just have to have a non-dragon vanquishing soul monster on field. Yeah, yeah. And you bounce it to hand, you splash on this dude. Yeah. Next, we have Rock of Vanquisher. Dark Rock Link Effect Monster. It's a Link 1 with its arrow pointing straight down. One Vanquish Soul Monster is the material. Cannot be used as Link Material. You can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. One, while you control a Vanquish Soul monster, your opponent's monsters can only target your monster with the highest attack for attacks, their choice if tied. Two, during the main phase, quick effect, you can activate one of these effects. Special summon one Vanquish Soul monster from your hand. Or add one Vanquish Soul monster from your graveyard to your hand. Hmm. Ooh. So it gives you a little bit of recursion, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Notably, this is not a Vanquished Soul Monster. This is not a Vanquished Soul Monster. No, oh, no. it's not. Yeah. Interesting. 
Uh, so now we're in the spells. We have Vanquish Soul Dust Devil. Quick play spell. You can only activate one card, one one of this card per turn. Uh, target a Vanquish Soul monster you control. Change its power position. Then you can change face-up monsters your opponent controls to face-down defense position up to the number of Vanquish Soul monsters you control with different names. So it's a multi-book of moon if you control a bunch of dudes with different Vanquish Soul monsters with different names. Interesting. Very. Yeah, that that's that's really interesting. Yeah, I know, right? And, and it, all it does is change the battle position from attack to defense and a defense to attack. Right. And then your opponent just gets board booked. Board booked. Yeah. Next we have Vanquish Soul Continue. Quick play spell. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. One, pay 500 life points, then target one Vanquish Soul monster in your graveyard. Either add it to your hand or special summon it in defense position. Okay. That's not bad either. Hmm. Vanquish. Next up, we have we're in the traps now. Vanquish Soul Trinity Burst. You only activate one card this card's name per turn. Target a Vanquish Soul monster you control. Special summon up it's to. It's a two. normal trap. Yeah. Uh, special summon up to two uh, VS monsters from your hand with different names from each other and different original attributes from the targeted monster. But their effects are negated and return them to the hand during the end phase. Then you can return all opponents' cards in the targets and their summon monsters' columns to the hand. Okay. So we summon two from your hand with different names other than the original attributes. So if you have a dark on board and you're targeting a dark, you can special summon an earth and a fire with two different names. Huh. Interesting. It's fine, I guess. Yeah, it's it's a normal trap. It's going to be bad. Yeah. Next up, says the one who's running the normal trap deck. Next, we have Vanquish Soul Calamity Kaiser. What? what? You're running normal trap the deck? Well, yeah, but... Not all normal traps are bad. Yeah. Vanquish Soul Calamity Kaiser. Counter trap. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. One, when your opponent activates a spell or trap card or monster effect that targets a card or cards you control, or you control a Vanquish Soul monster. Negate the activation, and if you do destroy that card, then you can inflict damage to your opponent equal to the attack of one Vanquish Soul monster you control. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, it's a spell trap target negate. Yes, it is. It's so specific. Um, not necessarily. Oh no, never mind. It's spell trap or monster. Yeah, so it's just a target. Yeah. So anything it can negate anything that targets. Yes, anything that targets, which yeah. is still fine. It, it, it feels like they did a lot to make this archetype worse than it needed to be. Yeah, yeah. there's some limitations that probably didn't need to happen. For example. These effects are not good enough to justify them not being for to justify them being one per chain, right? Like, it, it would have been fine if I think each effect was once per turn and they weren't once per chain. That would have been honestly fine. I think the idea is so that way it's like normal summon activate effect to search, chain imperm. You can't chain this other effect to get it, right? Or chain ash, or your, your opponent chains something to remove from the field. You don't get the opportunity to get the other effect. Yeah, but like, but why? The the cards aren't good enough to justify that restriction. Yeah, I mean, cause look, cause the first one, you reveal a fire, it can't be destroyed by card effects, or you can pop everything in this card's column. Yeah, and, and you have to have such specific combinations of them to actually fire, get correct bird, effects, and even the corrects, even the correct effects that you want to get are just like fine yeah it's it's very much a case of in order for you to be able to even utilize those effects you have to open multiples like like four or five of them you need to open 
different ones. Two of the same attribute, and then of the one you want to summon, so that way you have its attribute plus two others. So there's there's two fire, there's two earth, and there's two dark. Yeah. So you want to yes, yeah, so you want to open like honestly, you really want to open like one of every monster. Well, yeah, optimally, but minimum you'd have to open like two of one attribute and then one of the other two. So like two fire, one earth, one dark, or whatever. So you can summon one and then have the other two attributes in your hand ready to it go. It also kind of bothers me that they don't have a link two. To be fair, the link one can't be used as link material. I guess that's true. So it's like, yeah, no, if you link this, it, it is an extender, and then it sits there on your board as a uh, as a uh, possible like. These these don't feel good. They don't. Am I am I like? They really don't. Like, it's very rare that we read a cards and we're like, oh, these are really bad. Yeah, but these and just it's like they're not aren't good. They're not bad. We're hype lords. That's like that's what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We like, hype up every new card that we read. Like, oh, this could be good. Yeah, and then give you situations where it's good. These I, don't have any. I. Everything's just so like fair. So, yeah, it's too fair. Is the problem? Yeah, I don't know that this deck would be crazy in like 2015, 2014. Like, I don't know yeah. that this deck would be good then. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, if it was literally just the archetypal cards, it'd be all right. Maybe. Yeah, because it's, again, it's way too fair. And, like, it's real easy for you to sit there and be comboing just to brick end. Yeah. Because, oh, I didn't open a fire attribute monster, so I can't keep going. Right, exactly. Too fair, it does. I don't think you have to reveal, like, specifically. And the quick play spell is not bad. But why do you have to target one in your graveyard and add it to your hand or special summon it? Honestly, why not just make it a quick launch? Uh, like the cards deck, aren't yeah. the cards aren't good enough to justify this card not being a quick launch. To be fair, at that point, it's well, well with the quick launch. Where do they put the limiter then? Do they put it at level six or lower, or do they limit it to level fours? Yeah, level six or lower is fine. Okay, yeah, because then that lets you get out the twenty. 20- I mean, even level four lower is probably fine. Yeah, because that lets you get out the one of each. One, like, level four will let you get one. Get of, each one of each attribute, right. Yeah, level yeah that would be perfect. Level get into a second one, but not the boss monster, who's level eight. And also, it doesn't let you get into the... Machine dark. The dark machine one. Right, which is yeah. seven. Yeah. Uh, which I think is fine. It lets you get into two-thirds of the archetype. Yeah. So, I'm like, sure, why not? Yeah, just yeah, yeah, just make it level six or lower. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then it would be... I think it, I think it would have been a fair card. Even more, well, less fair than already is, but considering how unbroken the rest of the deck is. And honestly, if you just do everything we just said and then take the cannot be used as link material off of the link monster, then Maybe? like it's, it's kind of a cool link climb deck. But like, honestly, there's already better link climb decks out there. Like, this is just a real. Well, like, even if you like, because the thing is, you can still attempt to link climb. But then you're doing it, but then you have to be very careful with your zones because one of them's going to be t- taken up by a monster that's just going to sit there and yeah. can't be used in limited because you can still link climb with this deck. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. So you'd have to like link into this dude pointing down and then you're stuck with the, just those zones. Right. It almost feels like they saw how good prank kids were because of their link one. And they were like, ooh, so their ones are a little too broken. So they're being a little over cautious. Ca- cautious. Which like, I, I, 
I guess. Like, I get it. Like, Link I, ones are really... When they're good, they're, like, really good. I appreciate the caution, but, like, at the same time... I also want the cards to be good. Yeah, I want them to play... I want them to be usable. But to be fair, literally, all the other cards in this... In, from the other two archetypes are good. Yeah, no, for sure. That That's the crazy part, is that... I guess there had to be a stinker. But there didn't have to be. Really? Right? Look at Grand Creators, right? I'll always point to that set. When we look at these deck building sets, I'll always look at Grand Creators as kind of the... Poo-poo St st stinky in the moment. But... No, it was good in the moment. Uh, which one was Grand Creators? Or the archetypes? Adventure Punk Exosister. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Like, like Grand Creators is the bar at this point. To and every time we have a deck build set... People are going to be like, yeah, but look at what Grand Creators yeah. was. To be fair, Exorcister at the moment wasn't good. But people were looking ahead and being like, yeah, it'll be good like right around the corner in like three months. Well, three months later, they said it'll be good in five months. Yeah, yeah. Like people were, well, no, because whenever Exorcist first came out, people were like, it's not good now, but it's definitely one of those. One of those it will decks. have its time. It will have its time. It will have its moment to shine at some point. Right. And so a lot of the Exorcist cards were kind of expensive comparatively. Some of them. Well, it was also a waifu archetype. In addition to being a nuns with gun waifu archetype. Yeah. So it was just... I... But like... I don't know, man. It, it just... It kind of feels like they intentionally made this one bad and they just didn't need to. Yeah, but like they intentionally gimped this one. And yeah it's like oh yeah sure well you know it sucks because the art on these are so cool oh yeah no the artwork's great but it, it really feels like konami went oh yeah no we'll give you all these really cool tools um great where where's the toolbox for me to put it all in right like hey here's this engine have fun but but i don't have i don't I don't have a transmission or yeah. a body or, or wheels, wheels or a steering wheel or, or a steering column all right, where's all? My, where's the rest of it? Or no, 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 better way. Hey, here's a really nice car. Cool, thanks. There's no gas. Where's the, <laughs> no, no, no. Where are the keys? What keys? And then even if you hotwire it and get it up and running, it's like there's no gas. Yeah. It's like come on. Because they didn't think you'd get that far. Or or no or no 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 or no no like you go oh, no like you go to put in gas it's diesel. <laughs> Like, you get to the gas station, and it's like, all right, cool, now I put gas in this thing. And then you look, you haven't put the gas in yet. It's diesel. Gas oh. station doesn't sell diesel for whatever reason. Yep, that's that's what this deck is. It really do feel feel like that, though. Tons of potential, <laughs> no payoff. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It be what it be. It's like my six-year-old, if he went in the kitchen and, like, started cooking. And, like, sure, like, he could come up with something great. But we all know what the result is gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna be a, if it's good, it's a sandwich. Yeah. It's a cold cut sandwich with some cheese. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, that's really good. But and then, well, I mean, like the, I mean, at least it wasn't like reveal a VS monster. You can reveal anything. Other correct attribute. I and see, I almost want to say that it could have like cool applications like a link climb deck because it can get monsters on the field but then it can't 
do that because of the link restriction on the link on the only link monster it has. I don't know. It's so upsetting. Well, theoretically. It's so upsetting. Well, I could theor well, It's so upsetting. It is. It's upsetting. Like I could <laughs> theoretically you could weave it into like another link climb deck as just as as just a, a, as a like starting supplementary engine. Yeah, it's like a starting engine. Because uh, then it pumps out stuff, puts the link one on board, and gives you the air, down arrow for whatever reason. You just do 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 do. You just go. Right. Um, for like extra bodies plus because uh, plus because you also have because again you can reveal any monster of that correct attribute. You can reveal lava golem for the fire attribute. Yeah, for sure. Yes, you were revealing your hand traps, your opponent. But ash blossom. Yeah, reveal ash. Reveal. You know what you could do. The one redeeming quality about this deck is that even if you go three deep on the entire archetype, you still have room for like a dozen hand traps. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. You can. Oh, you know. You can reveal like you could run Ghost Spell, Ash, Lava Golem, most of the Kaiju's. I mean, you could just run like Nibs, Eclipses, Lava Golems, and stuff like that. Yeah. And with the, with the destruction effects that you have inherently within the archetype. I would probably lean towards going second and then just playing like lightning storms and even leaves. And yeah. Stuff. And then like attempt and to talents. Then just kind of like attempt to rip apart their field. Yeah. 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 But like you can't like link climb and access code. So, you know, well, you can. Okay. Just not as good. If you have the dead perfect hand, you might. Uh, lightning storm. Normal summon special, special bounce. Link one, effect special back. Link two. Oh, no, no, no. You can bounce special, effect a special. Okay, sure. It can do it. Yeah, but, yeah. like, I feel like you need a perfect hand. Not perfect, because there's a lot of stuff that's just normal search. No, there's there's search. one normal search. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also the... um. The spell revives one. Yeah, so... Well, there's a monster search and then a spell search. Okay, so yeah, so you have a search. You have two searches. One searches a revive. Yeah, but you have to have a way to get the second monster on board. You have to have none in your main monster zones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd be like normal search, link one. Then special the one that you searched. Use then, that one to search the graveyard effect, or and the, then, the special something. Use that one to search the revive, and then yeah, use the revive then activate, to summon. No, 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 no. Then activate the link monster, revive that, link two into something. I pick. Revive to link to three, and then that's an, and that's a nightmare unicorn. Sure. Effect unicorn if you really want to. And then you need to find a way to get one more. Yeah. You have to have another uh, one in your hand. Oh. One of the uh, special bounce effect. Get a, hmm. There might be a way to do it. We're not yeah. going to figure it out right here now, though, because no, we no. also have a mailbag episode. That's Ooh. right. We're doing a mailbag episode, too, all at the same time. So if you want to submit your mailbag questions for... Well, good? Yeah, my phone just randomly started playing an ad that I wasn't even on. Weird. From a... If you want to submit your mailbag questions for these mailbag episodes be sure to join our discord there's a link in the description down below we have hundreds of people in our discord server it is a fun little community and we are going to be trying to do some more community-based things in there soon but in the meantime first question 
How do you feel about Master Duel's recent push to involve larger streamers in sponsored content? Good, bad, mixed feelings. Also, we got another question. What do you think of the Ludwig Master Duel team up? So these questions are both related to the same thing. Right now, as of when we are recording this, Ludwig is actually live right now playing Master Duel mm -hmm. on a Konami-sponsored stream for the Bro. Master Duel one-year anniversary. Bro. He's having he's not having a good time. He's 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 struggling. Because he's playing, uh, so like I, I'm like I remember you had peeked in, just kind of see what was going on. Um, he was playing Dark Magician against yeah. against Sprite Tribrigade. Yeah, yeah. And it he keeps not going well. And he keeps panic activating. Um, what was it? Everything. Yeah, he just keep, he's <laughs> like, uh, I don't know what this does. Panic activate this card to banish it. Haha, -ha, it's banished. Okay. <laughs> cool. Okay, cool. The effect resolve and I still special and just keep going. Okay, a couple things. A couple things I need to note here, and a couple things I feel like need to be said. Today's episode is brought to you by Gem Accessories. Gem Accessories is one of the leading accessory manufacturers within the trading card game space. Known for their deck boxes, Gem also has an amazing lineup of binders, backpacks, and more. Some of our personal favorites include the new KLRZ Icons deck boxes, the Secrets binder, and the Jaguar and Puma backpacks. But don't just take it from us, check out some of these reviews on screen. For all these amazing products and more, be sure to check out Gem Accessories using the link in the description down below or on Twitter at xgemaccessories. Again, the description down below or on Twitter at xgemaccessories. I really like Ludwig. I genuinely enjoy his content that he makes. Mm -hmm. I like his Bro vs. Bro series. I love the yard. I, I I listen to the yard like weekly, right? I I don't just enjoy uh, Ludwig. I enjoy Slime and Nick and Aiden, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I enjoy the whole cast. And but boy, Ludwig, buddy, if you ever hear this, please, I'm begging you, try the solo mode. Yeah, it is very informative. It teaches you all of the game's mechanics. It helps you. It gives you decks to play. You can get hours and hours and hours of content out of the solo mode. It is a genuinely enjoyable experience. Mm -hmm. It is beautiful to watch. The AI is not bad. It really is, and it's surprisingly like robust. Yeah. Yeah, it's, please try the solo modes. I cannot stress that enough. It, it's i'm not saying that you can't play ranked and you can't play ladder but imagine if it. i played my very first ever game of league of legends on the ranked ladder or my very first game of call of duty ever yeah. on just ranked load up the game just straight to ranked yeah i could never do it i have to try out the solo mode first you know which i don't know if league has a solo mode but uh it has a bot mode where it's like you and a team of like four people and that might be something that it's Sure, but that, and that might be something that it does to kind of teach you how to play the game. Oh, absolutely. Right, so you could do that. I, You know, I, I'm just... I wouldn't jump into something straight into the deep end quite like that. Yeah, that's a, that's a sink or swim situation, and... It's bro, rough. Bro, it's 50-50 it's shot of sinking to swim, and I don't like the mods. Yeah, even with somebody helping you, I genuinely believe... You would have a much more enjoyable experience if you played solo mode. Another so, option that he does have, if he's like, I don't want to do solo mode, is like, instead of just dueling random people, kind of like... No. 
Mm-mm. curate who you're going nope. up against. Mm-mm. Doesn't work. Not for you learning. Have to, you have to read too many cards, and there's a timer, and it just creates frustration and anxiety. Not for learning. I mean, just to mess around, you know? I, I mean, sure. Whatever. But it's like, oh, I'm going to build red eyes, because red eyes. Yeah, but solo mode gives you so so much better of a feel yeah, of yeah, all of the yeah, different yeah. archetypes and the different decks, and you yeah, get these but, cool little story modes with them. Yeah, but that's does not a stream make, unfortunately. I disagree. I think you can get an amazing stream out of solo mode. Mm-hmm. I mean, every time they add solo modes, MBT plays in one stream and gets a great content out of it. I, I think. I think the solo modes are just as enjoyable of an experience and just as just as and viewer friendly as ranked is genuinely. Yeah. I, I think that no, I mean I I, I you're going uh, but like I if, I mean I don't I don't watch as many live streams as you do. I mean that that's true, but even watching the highlight reels of them is wonderful. And then as you progress, it gets more difficult. I I, I just. Some of them get more difficult. And again, it teaches you all the different mechanics. Could you imagine trying to explain pendulums to Ludwig? Yes. It would be rough. I mean, I would begin that conversation with, okay, so first we're going to need some supplies before I teach you this. Um, You're going to need a good drink. Yeah. You're going to need about... You're going to need some shot glasses. Yeah. That is a must-have. Sure. And the next thing you're going to want to get is a stress ball <laughs> listen get a fidget spinner okay get ready no no, no not fidget spinner because you'll break it stress <laughs> ball, you can just squeeze yeah, yeah um and then i'm gonna need about 20 minutes and at the end of which you will be unable to drive <laughs> i just that is is that not listen is that not exactly what i said when <laughs> whenever you asked me how pendulums worked years ago more or less Long story short, I think that there's better ways you could go about it. I think that there's better ways to experience the game if you're just coming back into Yu-Gi-Oh! after a long period of time off that maybe don't stress you out as much. And there's nothing wrong with jumping in on the deep end. But if you do that, and I know that you had somebody on stream, dude, let me know. I'll fly out to California for a few days. I literally will fly out to California, bring a bunch of cards with me and just teach you how to play the paper card game you don't have to don't even have to pay for my travels i will fly myself to california let me catch a spare bedroom but until you know (laughs) you know i'll fly myself out there i don't mind so anyway i think that overall teaming up with other creators and doing these collabs i think it's a wonderful thing i mean dude ludwig does not stream Yu-Gi-Oh content but you know what? He's sitting there holding 15,000 viewers. No Yu-Gi-Oh! streamer has ever held 15,000 viewers for more than like 20 seconds. Farfa held 20,000 one time for like 20 seconds during his yeah. first subathon. And that was it. Because he accidentally got rerouted to the Twitch homepage. Somehow. Yeah. So, yes. 20 21,000 is the most we've ever seen but holding 15k for hours at a time that's unheard oh, yeah. of that's uh to be fair he he is in a Yu-Gi-Oh 
person normally, so... Yeah, normally he streams whole 20 to 25k, but who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves Yu-Gi-Oh! He does, right? The only other people that play Yu-Gi-Oh! like that and hold high viewer numbers like that is Saikuno, Fusely, and Moist Critical, and that's mm -hmm. it. So Hilariously, I remember him at one point in a live stream saying the only reason why he doesn't play paper Yu-Gi-Oh! is because there's no for him to play nearby. Really? Yeah. Are there no major card shops in Tampa? None that do Yu-Gi-Oh. No shot. Apparently. I think PPG is based in Tampa, isn't it? Yeah, but I think it's on like the other side where he lives. He just doesn't want to drive all oh, the no, way. Oh, no, maybe it's Orlando. Yeah. Long story short, there isn't one close enough for him for, to make it worth a trip for him. From what I remember. Keep in mind, I, I, heard, this, I heard him say this like a year ago. There's like 10 card shops in Tampa. Yeah, but he said that there isn't any near close enough nearby that do Yu-Gi-Oh for him to really want to bother. And he, of course, you don't want to drive across across a big city like that. I guess. Oh, well. Anyway. Moving right along. Yeah. Anyway, it's awesome. Konami representative that listens to the podcast, please keep doing it. <laughs> uh, what was or is your favorite One Piece arc? Whole Cake Island. I love Whole Cake Island. Oh, uh, yeah. it's For me at the moment, it, it's still uh, Fishman. That's an insane answer. At the moment, it's... Even where you are, that's an insane answer. It's, Fishman Island is good. It's like the 20th best One Piece arc. But you get all... But you get the, but you get this really cool scene between Jinbei and Nami, where Jinbei kind of has to accept that he is who caused the entirety of that arc of uh yeah but that arc of arlong park was still yeah. better so arlong park was a better arc yes, so was, was the war yeah it was i they didn't ask what the best arc was they asked what your favorite arc is how do you not like at least impel down more impel down in my opinion didn't have enough of two characters but oh there's, don't there's story reasons there's story reasons who not enough frankie not enough jimbei but there's story reasons for both to be fair that was jimbei's introduction and it had a Correct. ton of jimbei uh, it, but you really didn't get into jimbei stuff until like halfway through sure you got scenes with jimbei just chilling in his cell but i guess not a lot of jimbei action we got the very first like big Jimbei moment when he calls in the whale sharks. That was mm -hmm. a great moment. It was. But yes, currently Fishman is my favorite. All right, let me look up these deck boxes that we got asked about because I've never heard of them. Neither have I. Doing this live. Well, not live, but live on the live on the recording. Maximum. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm being baited into Googling this. You might be. Maximum protection deck boxes. Oh, is that just... I've never heard of these. Yeah, I've never heard of these before. They look cool. Yeah, I mean, they, they look cool enough. I wouldn't buy one, but they look cool enough. Yeah, I mean, I got a nice Ultra Pro one. Yeah, I use... Um, mine's my, my ultra pro ones over there, but I, I always like the little, nice little side by side double deck boxes. Yeah. Uh, usually they're like a little bit bigger. Yeah. Then they can hold a little bit more. It's a little bit more comfy for your cards. I don't really like the tower ones, because just because I don't like um, 
I just kind of don't like the way that they sit. Yeah, I don't know, as stupid fair. as it sounds, I like the I like the kind of thinner ones, like almost like a book. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, like so we never heard of them, so we can't really give an opinion on it. Right. I've been trying Earth Arctics recently and tried pairing them with Kashira, which actually isn't bad, except for the fact that Earth Arctic locks you into levels for the turn, so that means no links or exceeds. That's pretty rough in a Kashira deck. Yeah. What archetype do you cope with the most, but no matter how many different variations you still you make, it's still bad. Honorable mentions to Buster Blader and Summon Skull. Hey, Buster Blader's a good deck. I mean, it and it has formats where it's almost playable. In, in Duel Links, it, it, was, it was a good deck at one point. It was was actually, it? Yeah. In Duel Links, for, for a short while, it was meta. Hmm. It and Blue Eyes are both meta. To be fair, I think the Bustaway deck was meta because Blue Eyes was meta. Caleb constantly copes on Madolce. <laughs> Hold on. The thing is, Madolce was meta for a short time. Sure. So it does not qualify for this question. Because uh, he said, is always bad. Madolce was good at one point. No, it's still bad. Still bad. I mean, does it still count since it was good and then now is no longer good? But it's no longer good because people have moved away from like. I coped on Tri-Brigade for like three months before I was like, "Yeah, I can't play this anymore." It's yeah. it's crept power crept. You're still coping on Sword Soul. Yeah, but the difference is Sword Soul still tops. <laughs> yeah, that is a big difference. Madolce doesn't. It did. Ooh. Um, I mean, a few weeks ago. Yeah. I guess that's something. Yeah. Uh, the next deck that I say I would cope with, that I would be like, I, I'm telling you, man, there's something here. Mm-hmm. It's, oh gosh, it's got to be Gear Gear. I, I don't know what it yeah. is. I have like a max rarity Gear Gear core because I just I can't I can't help myself. It's Gear Gear. Fair. Okay. Next we have. What do you feel are the decks to beat right now? Kashira. Uh, Kashira, Labyrinth. Branded. Branded. Yeah, those really are like the, the three. three. But then you also have to but you also have to uh acknowledge. Acknowledge uh Fluunderese of all things. Yes. And Sword Soul. And Sprite. And Sprite. And Trap Tricks. Yeah, and Trap Tricks. And Dude, Dark World. Listen, listen, if you if you doubt Trap Tricks, they will slap you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You should absolutely have those cards read and understand what they do. For yeah. sure. Uh, Dark World to a less extent, because I haven't seen any Dark World yet. Yeah. Like, the only Dark World cards I've seen are from you. Uh, they had a couple that bubbled YCS Vegas. Okay, fair enough. And when we get the results of YCS Peru, I'm interested to yeah. see I'm gonna have some more, maybe? what that looks like. I don't yeah. know if we even have any results for YCS Peru yet, now that I'm thinking about it. All right, what are some spicy lab techs that Caleb's been cooking up? Oh, uh, okay. So I've been considering, like, in the mirror or against trap tricks. Or actually, well, against any... Well, trap trick, runic, anything that relies on uh, spell trap field presence, uh, field spells and the like. Uh, Dust Tornado. Because then you can activate the Dust Tornado, pop their spell trap, and then immediately set a new trap to be used during your turn. Um, So you can set a Welcome Labyrinth, turn goes back flip it it turns basically turns into a spell card which is 
pretty solid. Uh, another thing I have uh, been considering, because I've been lightning stormed and or Harpy's Feather Dusted so many times at this point, uh, Starlight Road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just, it's a normal trap. So, um, so like if my opponent, so like, so like if I start the turn by activating a trap card with the uh, lady on board and I go chain effect, I can set it and yeah, go ahead. Lightning Storm, Harpy's Feather dust, Duster me. Do it. Do it. I dare you. <laughs> with like a couple stardust in my, in my extra deck just so I can place them on the board and haha more destruction protection yeah that would be spectacular uh, it'd be hilarious but could you imagine like ah, I got him Harpy's Feather Duster Starlight Road get a stardust crap <laughs> dang it free monster baby um let's see what else what else have I have I been considering uh are you still considering Crush Card Virus I have considered Crush Card, uh, but not that much. J just dude has been nerfed so hard from what it used to be. And it's like, I'd rather just run Deck Dev at that point, probably. Um, potentially, yeah. yeah. It would really depend on, uh, you know, so like right now, it's not good, but I could definitely see a meta in the future where Crush Card becomes good again. Yes. Um, just not right this hot second. Good against, uh, flu. It's good against, uh, flu. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I feel like there's definitely things that are not yet explored with that. Oh, definitely. Um, like, you, like, there, there's, like, most of the builds are, like, minor modifications of the same build, uh, from, I can't remember the dude's name, but it's, like, a, the top to YCS a while, like, two weeks ago, and all, most of the best builds I've seen were just modifications of that of that singular build. But I've I'm seen, dumb. YCS Peru is next weekend. Okay. Uh, but then I've seen some other really cool builds as well that utilize more of the actual engine itself, more, more Labyrinth cards, um, which does, of course, also put them at a situation to where they could be hit with a Triple Tactics Thrust or Talents before they're ready to do so... Uh, after you know utilizing lovelier lady. Yeah. So next question. Uh, <laughs> favorite lunchable. Oh, I have a two-way tie. Okay. Okay. What are yours first? Uh, I like the turkey and cheese. Okay, my two-way tie is between the pizza one and the turkey and cheese. Yeah, I I really genuinely enjoy. Like the turkey with cheddar and a cracker, and yeah. sometimes they have chips ahoy. Like I said, for me, it's the pizza Oreos. ones. But the pizza ones go because when I was a kid, pizza was my absolute number one favorite thing to eat. So that's fair. I never liked the pizza ones. I like. I want my pizza oh, hot and baked. You're supposed to microwave them. Oh. Then what's the point? I can't really eat them on the go if I have to microwave it. That's that's fair. Oh, wait, are you supposed to microwave it, or is that just something you did? It's it's something that they suggest on the box. You don't have really? to. Really? Yeah, you don't have to. Interesting. They taste so much better when you microwave them. Cash tier format or is she's a tier format? Cash. Yeah, I've got to say cash too. I don't I don't think that this is a good format. I don't think that this is a fun format. It's not tier 0, but it's more competitively viable for other decks than um, it's got a more diverse meta. Yes, agreed. Which is both good and bad. Agreed. But I think it's more good than bad. Yes. <clears throat> Do you think tier zero will ever be a legacy format people play? Yeah, if you're coping oh. hard enough, sure. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not like it's the only 
I mean, it's not like Tier 3 formats haven't been legacy formats before. Guess. I guess. Uh, what... This is a very you question. I'm okay. all the way out on this question. What is the best game ever released for the Sega Genesis? Oh, for the Sega Genesis? Oh, my. This um, is not a console that I've ever played. I would have to say... I've Dude, I've only played, like, three games on the Sega Genesis myself. Okay. In my opinion, though, it is definitely the Power Rangers game on the Sega Genesis. Because if you beat the game, beat the the campaign mode with any of the base rangers, it would unlock the Green Ranger for you, and then you could play through as the Green Ranger. Oh, was the Green Ranger not like a base thing? No. The the uh, okay, so the base rangers are uh, bl- red, blue, and yellow, and pink. Red, blue, and yellow. Okay. Sometimes pink is added as well. If they usually, decide- yeah, usually. Uh, and there's also black, white, and green. Yeah, but I, I just thought that... I thought that red, blue, yellow, pink, and green were like the five base ones, and then black and white were kind of added, mixed in here and there. No. Okay. Um, now, there's a lot of them that do have green. Mm-hmm. But when people say the Green Ranger, they mean a very specific one. Oh... Uh, and there's only like I think two or three other Green Rangers. There's exactly one Power Rangers media that I've ever watched. What was that? Power Rangers Turbo. Turbo, Turbo. Which one was that one? It was one with the cars. Oh, right. Yes. yes. I love how I just said the one with the cars. It was a movie. Yeah. No. No. Where no, they no. all did where they all did uh, like jujitsu and stuff, and then the main one of the main characters got hurt. And then a small child snuck into his car, and then they got dispatched out on a mission, and the car just autopiloted him to the mission. Yeah. And then he got there and became the new Blue Ranger? Yeah. So, so no, so okay, so with the Green Ranger, when people say the Green Ranger they're talking mm-hmm. about, was well, so you had your, mate, your base set of Power Rangers at the time. Sure. Had their own Megazord, and then this guy comes out of nowhere on a motorcycle, completely separate from them, starts beating up bad guys, Oh, look, hmm. giant monster. I got this. Pulls out his dagger, which he's been stabbing people with, and just plays it like a flute, and then it sounds like a trumpet, and summons the green Megazord, which is a drag. Was it a T-Rex or a dragon? I don't know, but it was. this is wild. And they did that whole system of having the separate ranger again later in the Quantum Ranger. Dude, Power Rangers is such a wild franchise and oh, fandom. Oh, bro, that's just the U.S. Rangers. Listen, listen. The Japanese Power Rangers has an entire thing where... It's just a super quantum archetype. Basically, yeah. Uh, where the where one of the Rangers... Where it was two Rangers, two individuals who had their own Megazords. Sure. Uh, and one of them was just... His Megazord was just a dude. Okay. It's upgraded forms. It was a it, so it'd be him piloting the Megazord, the Megazord piloting a mech suit. Okay. And then the final upgrade was him piloting the Megazord. He's piloting a mech suit, and that mech suit is piloting another oh mech God. suit. The other Power Ranger from that series, if I recall correctly, was the Lone Star Ranger. Okay. His thing was uh, he could use a bur- a hamburger cell phone to call. The bull Megazord. Of course he could. Which was a which was a bull that would then turn into an actual cowboy with guns. It was great. It is ridiculous. Great. They tone they toned down a lot of the ridiculousness for the American version. Okay. Alright. 
All right. What archetypes do you want to see get revamped, like how they did with Gate Guardians? Uh, okay, so personally, I would love to see even more Gate Guardian support, but also Gear Gia get revamped again. Yeah, yeah. But if I have to pick like a DM era thing that I would like to see revamped, uh, you know what I would really like to see? Hmm. Those chessboard archfiend cards get revamped. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah the queens, the, queens. Yeah, the original archfiend. Yeah, the, the original right, archfiend yeah. archetype. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'd kind of like to see like armored zombie, dragon zombie, clown zombie, and pumpkin. Yo. Yo, you're actually just correct. I, and then like I, I dis I I take back what I said. I want that. Oh, and then like Call of the Graveyard. That's a spell yes. card. Yes. Oh, dude, that sounds Instead so of Call of Hanukkah, sick. Call the Graveyard, or, yeah, stuff like that. And every time you summon back a card from that exact archetype from the graveyard, you draw a card. Call the Graveyard. Uh, special summon one. Call blah, blah, blah. Card of card of the graveyard. Blah blah. blah. Like, uh, like like card of safe return, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or it's like a continuous spell card. Anytime, like that's on activation, you special summon one, and then as an additional effect, each time a monster special summon from your grave to your field, draw a card. Or do you do something Konami loves to do? Put a counter on it every time you draw one, and in the end phase, you draw for how many counters it has. There you go. And then it sends itself to graveyard. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I would be fine with that. And it can only get one counter for each different name. There you go. That way you can like max it out at like maybe three or four. Call the R-type the Boneyard. Yo! So like Boneyard Clown Zombie, Boneyard Dragon Zombie. All right, zombie. you have my entire interest. <laughs> boneyard Armored Zombie, Boneyard uh, the Boneyard Pumpkin King of Ghosts. Okay. Next question from Giant Hawk. Okay. Skyhawk. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Drifting through the wind. Come on, bro. Do you ever feel that way? Yeah. Don't we all? All right. What is one card you think could come off the ban list and be fine? And why is it not Maxi? Actually, it says, why is it Maxi? But it's not Maxi. It's not Maxi. It's not Maxi. Maxi is just such a problem. Wind up Carrier Zen Matey. That is the answer. Yeah, Zen Matey and get rid of Hunter. Yeah, that's fine. It makes an archetype playable. Not okay. good, but playable. Yeah. Secondary question: What archetype coming up do you think has the best competitive viability? Transcendrake. Transcendrake or the Nouveau? Transcendrake. It already has an established base. Yeah, yeah. To play off of Nouveau does not. Nouveau does, but it's going to take a lot more deck building because that just becomes a generic ritual deck. I think. Maybe? Based with Libromancer and Makanko and oh, just becomes uh, part souls. It's like illusion. Just become just it yeah. just becomes part of ritual based. Yeah, ritual pile. Fair enough. So, yeah. Ooh. Well, what if instead of calling the deck like a ritual pile deck, is there like a famous like r book of rituals? Yes. What is it? Uh, the Ars Goetia. What if we just called the deck Ars Goetia? So that's kind of a mouthful. Is there is there a simpler one? Key of Solomon. Is there a simpler one? Like one word? I was thinking the Necronomicon, but that's like more of a dead book. Well, that's the book of the. That's a. Uh, the that's book a, of the dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, that's a necromancy spell book. A ritual spell. A ritual book is completely different than a spell book. We'll we'll workshop it. We'll workshop but, it. But also the the nouveau are already the Ars Goetia. Oh. 
well, they're all demons from the Ars Galatia. We'll workshop it. Ritual-based. Pretty much. Based ritual. Let's go. Anyway, next question. Oh, that was all the questions. Oh, okay, cool. There was something else that I wanted to talk about, but I don't remember what it was. I lost my train of thought. I just love when that happens. For sure. So let's go ahead and thank all of our wonderful patrons. So a huge thank you to April Floodgate, Luna Light Furry Fusion, Cam Yang, Dragon Maid Stunzeed, Kane Martin, Zyphorus, Blackwing, Silverwind, The Ascendant is the best Floodgate, Earth Machine, best deck, Epi, has anyone actually read Toy Vendor, HGH Cyber, I am McLincoln, if all you have is a cosmic, every problem looks like a Floodgate. Monstratron, Mountain Man, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Unbanned Number 95, Konami, Understanding and Reading are two different things. Virtually Saviors World, Where Flame Swordsman support Konami. Actually, yes, that would be a cool one to get support for, too. I mean, it already has a Link Monster. Yep. It's awful, but they have one. Yeah. You've heard of Avada Kedavra, but have you heard of Avada Kedavra? nuts. Rogan yes. Tier 2 are the polite terms for bad deck. Aaron Gardner, Asami, Ashless Chaps, Atsuyo, Simpa the Silver Castle, Box Wine, Cyberdark, Duelist, Duty Booty, Dragon, Maidenless Behavior, Heroes, Pubble Cereal. I'm about to wreak a glamour tribute for Costies, Plant Nuts in Your Mouth, Hot Cam, The Hockey Walkie Slush Mixer, Old Man Red, Pin Code 143, Santa Claus, and Valence Hojo Mama. Thank you all so much for your continued support of the podcast. Couple of things before we go. Uh, so, we have had a couple of people hit us up recently asking us. Uh, if you want to send fan mail or anything of that sort, we do actually have a P.O. box. Mm-hmm. The link is in the description down or the address is yeah. in the description down below. Also, again, please be sure to check out all of our wonderful sponsors and join our Discord server. If you have never joined it yet, the Discord server is a wonderful place to get advice, get deck building help to play, you know, remote duel and master and uh, remote duel or dueling book or whatever yeah so please be sure to check that out it's a wonderful resource that i absolutely recommend and of course if you're on youtube please be sure to subscribe if you're on patreon or if you're on spotify or itunes be sure to go ahead and follow us or subscribe to us or whatever it is on that given platform and of course the number one way that you can support the podcast is by telling your friends about it and letting them know how much you love and enjoy listening to this and Of course, until next time, thank you all so much for listening and have a great week, everybody. Take care, everyone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.